John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi. Oh, hey, Sean. Oh, hi. I'm Sean. <laughs> and I'm Julian, and this is your tea dad. Man, we're going to get it one day. Sean, you woke up. You were in that coma, and then you just woke up. I know. I have a. I, I start, started getting a headache on the way over here. Oh, no. Yeah, it sucks. Do you uh, get headaches a lot? A uh, fair amount. Why? I don't know. Probably because I don't drink water. Oh, yeah. You should probably drink water. Water's for jerk-offs. And humans. <laughs> <That are> humans. <laughs> But you know what? Humans are jerk-offs. That's true. Hey, come yeah. on. You heard it here first. Julian, uh, you weren't here last week for our big New Year's celebration. Oh, yeah. You had uh, Brendan Walsh. I had Brendan Be Walsh me. here. Yeah, he was you. He had blue hair. What? Yeah. He, Why? He has blue hair. I don't know. I didn't ask him. Is he going through something? No. <laughs> he just has blue hair. I mean, Because oh, he's so cool. <laughs> yeah, he's a cool dude. Is he in the Sex Pistols? I mean, he might be. Yeah. I mean... A tribute band? Knowing now what has happened in 2020, more like the sex AR-15. Oh, good one. <laughs> That's a preview of our game today, <laughs> Dad and Out, which we'll uh, revisit. Where uh, were you? Tell us about I it. Was in, I, I was in a bunch of places. I was in uh, Cleveland, I've heard Ohio. Of and I actually really like Cleveland and the comedy club, Hilarity. Yeah, Hilarity is one of the best clubs in the country. But the I also cool as hell. I've been to I've been to Cleveland. I've I've done Hilarities, I think, three weekends, and every time I go, I talk about going to the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall oh. of Fame the whole time and never go. I, I still haven't been. I know. It seems like such a huge part of your personality would be to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I agree. I agree. The- Good bands are. I know. I'm it. like sticks. Whoa! <laughs> Hell yeah, Tommy DeYoung. <laughs> uh, it's it's Ario Speedwagon's handkerchief. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's basically going to a really big hard rock cafe without burgers. Yeah, basically. I don't even know. I haven't been. I'm sure they have a restaurant. Are you yeah. kidding me? Uh, but. I didn't go again. But, yeah, Hilarities is great. Cleveland's a cool, uh, you know, it's a blue-collar town. Honestly, it's a much better city than anyone gives it credit for. Absolutely. Yeah, I love yeah. Cleveland. Um, it's the kind of town, you know You know how I like to talk to the crowd sometimes? And uh, every yeah. time I asked, I, every guy I asked what he did for a living in Cleveland, it was always like a real job. It was like. Like what? What's a real job? I like don't even mechanic know. mechanic. Okay, yeah. Or one guy. Um, hey, were you like, you know Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I just try. I try to get myself. from Mike and the. I have to explain that to our yeah. listeners. You mean Mike and the Mechanics? Yeah, that yes. band you're always yammering on about. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> A silent running, the living years. Um, but they. Uh, oh, all I need is a miracle. That's the one people yeah. know. I yeah. always, I always start with the deep cuts. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry. I'll uh, be honest with you. Every single Mike and the Mechanics song is a deep cut. <laughs> Um, I don't know a whole lot about Mike and the Mechanics. I don't. I doubt there is a Mike in that band. I think it's just you, a name. Oh, it's like a hoodie in the blue. Yeah, exactly. Situation. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like mechanic or like one guy. One guy was a uh, a truck driver. One guy operated, um, or he trained people how to use medical equipment. You know, like jobs. Oh, cool. Not like graphic designer or DJ. I know. It's, uh, they're 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 very much Midwestern, where like they make the world run. And then one guy, one guy looked like kind of like reminded me of us, kind of, and he had like tattoos on his hands, and he was there with his parents for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, oh wait, you look like you might be full of shit. What do you do? And he was like, I'm an A and R rep for Warner Brothers. I live in L A. I'm going back there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was in Cleveland. Then I was in um, Philly for mm-hmm. New Year's, which was great. Those crowds were very respectful. I don't know what happened to Philly, but. I guess they got educated. Well, they want the they want a Trump. They got Trump. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> They're their uh, best behavior. There no fist fights. No, it was really uh, everybody behaved. Do you think this winning one Super Bowl just made everyone calm I down? I think so. It's like it's like when you finally aren't a virgin anymore, and you're like, oh, I guess I don't yeah, need to like, be such a dickhead. You know what? This is ridiculous. We beat up every police horse in town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. Just got back from San Diego with the family. Yeah. Oh. The family to La Jolla. We got to stay in the condo alone at the comedy store. That's fun. And it was great. It I was love awesome. San Diego. I love La Jolla. What did, yeah. did we you went, get? 
we went to the beach. We went to the park. We uh, saw there's guys. There's this guy. It's so funny because there was a guy on the on the beach wall. You know, it was like a boardwalk, and then the wall, mm-hmm. and then the beach. So he's standing up on the wall, and he is looks like a full on. He's like nine tenths homeless. But you're like, maybe he has a place. It's like, you know when somebody, um, when like fish breaks up and then like they don't, the fans don't really know what to do yeah. for a while. He looked like one of those guys where he was like, not homeless, but he was like working it out. You exactly. Know? Yeah. He, yeah, he, he's like, I like Disco Biscuits, but I'm <laughs> ready to make. So he's standing on the wall and he's doing this thing where uh, they have bubble soap, you know, like that you make bubbles with, mm-hmm. but they have these two long sticks that have a rope between them and they make giant bubbles. Like if you just slowly open the sticks, then yeah. the, the rope makes a circle and then the wind makes a giant bubble. But these bubbles are like the size of human beings. They're huge. Oh, very cool. And so the, it was one of those really wonderful by chance magical moments where like, uh, the kids were uh, the girls were just like awestruck, you know, because there's like screens now all the yeah. time, and like when we were kids, like if something cool happened, it was like, oh, cool, life was just boring for two weeks straight, and now this cool thing is yeah, happening. It's a really big. Bubble. Now they're so overstimulated, so it's cool to see something like organic happen where they're like blown away. Yeah. So that was awesome. And what's funny is they're kids, so they're not going to remember that this guy looked like he just fell off a truck. Yeah, they're just going to be like, the bubbles are magic, you yeah, know? that he's like uh, jerking off <laughs> with <laughs> businessmen for $20. <laughs> <laughs> to buy bubble supplies. Yeah. Uh, so, But it was a really nice uh, experience. Um, and the comedy store is like my new, in La Jolla, is like one of the best clubs in the whole country. It's awesome. Are the crowds super rich because La Jolla no. is su- super I, rich? Is I, that's it all what you Marines? Think. No, you would think it would be all rich people and thus and thusly terrible. But yeah. it's um, I was by the third show, I had a, like a standard joke for them. I was like, I was like, La Jolla, right outside is like everybody has two boats and their teeth are perfect and they have like rich people's skin. And I go, you people don't look anything like those people. So I don't know where you're coming from, but La Jolla has a bad neighborhood and it's this club. <laughs> and then so that they love that because apparently they whoever is coming to that club doesn't like the yeah. La Jolla rich people. Yeah. I, every time I'm in San Diego, the crowds are always milfs with uh, barbed wire tattoos. Well, you've done the, the American Comedy yeah. Company, right? And yeah. so have I. And that their crowds, you know, I don't want to bad mouth anybody, but they're not, they're just a different crowd. I don't know yeah, what it is. I don't want to, I'll good mouth them. I yeah. crush every time. <laughs> uh, oh, I know. I had great shows, but I, there's something about, uh, you would think that the Loja Comedy Store would be like a nightmare. Uh, yeah, like, and it's not. It's great. Just people. men with, uh, like handkerchiefs around, like, uh, kerchiefs around ascots. Their necks. Yeah, ascots. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. That reminds Headache. me of when Craig didn't, my, my, uh, my Hebrew school friend Craig <laughs> that will appear here. Call later. forward. <laughs> yeah, call forward. Uh, he used to, um, he didn't know the word and he was like, he kept, call- I had a sweater and he was like, uh, are you are you wearing that uh, English style sweater today? And I was like, English style? What's an English style sweater? Argyle. Argyle. <laughs> he called it English style. I go, Craig. You know, there's a word for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's like you with ascot. Yeah, I just or neckerchief. Neckerchief. I couldn't think of it. I mm. couldn't think of it. I do have a bit of a headache. But how's your week? How do you dad this week? Oh, very. I'm dadding. Okay, we. Uh, we were in, home in New Jersey. I talked about this last week, but my parent, my mom <laughs> ruined Nolan, so we're dealing with that right now. Oh, yeah, the, the aftermath. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, two of those Christmas gifts, we got him a, a raptor from Jurassic World named Blue. That's and cool. And we got him a T-Rex. And Are these stuffed or are these plastic? These are plastic, and they're like r- r- big boy toys. Yeah. And they're... we are now playing where I play Blue mm-hmm. and he plays the T-Rex and we have conversations where I go like, well, I'm Blue and he's like, I'm T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> and then we fight. And you just keep identifying yeah. yourselves. <laughs> yeah, he's at that age. And I'm at that age yeah. where I don't want to use my brain. <laughs> but it's pretty been, great. It's been really fun. We've been playing a lot of dinosaurs lately. You and went to New York City for New Year's, right? Yeah. How oh, was that? Oh my God. Uh, the city is electric. I will never go back for New Year's. It, it's crazy. Like, does New York feel like it used to to you, or is it different? I mean, I was only in Times Square. So, oh. <laughs> so yeah, baby. Remember when you used to live in the Olive Garden? Yeah, yeah I was at the Olive Garden. I went to the M&M store. I did. 
<laughs> I did pitch a thing where one of the guys, uh, the audience correspondent on NBC was Twitch, Ellen DJ, and I kept pitching a thing where throughout the whole show, every time they check in on him, he's upset that they haven't let him go to the M&M store Oh, that's yet, funny. But we didn't do it. Oh man. No. Because, uh, yeah, he didn't he match on... Uh, Tinder with the green M&M? Yeah, yeah, he just wants to fuck. <laughs> I want to fuck me that peanut at M&M. So, so yeah, we, uh, we were in town. So you wrote on the NBC yeah. New Year's thing. So yeah, I guess you If you watched that. that at home and you laughed at all, that was Sean. Yeah, probably, maybe was. Uh, but we, uh, being in Times Square I, is something I've never done, even when I lived in New York on New Year's Eve. It's crazy. And the whole... Everything was barricaded off at 11 a.m. You can't even get into there. Right. And I had three badges that, like, even the cops were like, tuck that into your jacket because people will rip it off you. Right. It was insane. I had that because I headlined um, Caroline's, which is on 51st and Broadway, um, many, many years ago. Um, but yeah, you have to get a badge and like a, a per, like a basically yeah. a permit to work inside Times yeah, Square to just like walk on the street. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty great. I, it, it felt it's it's. I mean, I hate like uh, VIP stuff, but that was an interesting one. It is because like the cops were like, "Oh, right this yeah, way." Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, like, thank you for your service, officer. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, if I don't tell Carson Daly what to say, no one will. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that was cool. Like, I think the highlight of it was I saw the Village People perform, and I think I have three they original. Did the- Village meetings. people? Not on NBC. They just performed in Times Square. Oh. Like, oh, for, for like with a with people. a guitar case. Out? I don't think it was for TV. Like, yeah. it was, they were just on the stage. Wow. And I think it had three original members because they looked old. Yeah. But then they had like one. The leather daddy was, was like sixteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still, he was just like a beefy twenty-four year old <laughs> dancing <laughs> with a fat cop. He wasn't <laughs> even in the band. He was yeah. just walking by. Yeah. Oh, leather daddy's long <laughs> up here. But uh, yeah, but today's show is great. Yeah, oh we have a great God. show we have, today. We have a great, wonderful guest. Uh, he created Drawn Together, which used to be on Comedy Central. Uh, he created What Just Happened with Fred Savage, which, which used, used to be, be on Fox. Fox. And uh, now he's a writer on Solar Opposites. That which come, will be on Hulu. Which will be on Hulu very soon, and mm-hmm. I don't know when because Mike McMahon will not tell me. But please give a warm welcome to Dave Jesser. Yeah. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Are you? You're making us so nervous because you're writing on paper. Yeah, no, one, no one has ever written anything down in here before. No. Well, you had my uh, writing partner in here who I heard brought in like prepared baked goods or something. I oh, feel yeah. very ill prepared. Oh, he brought in a lot of really it fun was, stuff. But it wasn't not even just baked. It was not even baked goods. It was a like a three course meal. Yeah. <laughs> it smelled, I bet it smelled in here for like three days after. Because this is like a corporate building where they don't have anything like that. Yeah. When you he, called me, last night I didn't have time to prepare for anything would you have though well I would have felt more wanted if <laughs> yeah, you called yeah, me yeah. at least 12 hours this was a last this. minute thing no, I no, bet no. all the employees <laughs> came in the next day and cried because it smelled like a home cooked meal and everybody here is living in Los Angeles and misses their families <laughs> yes yeah. his wife is literally the most amazing cook in the world she, and she was so nice I wished he'd let her talk because she was wonderful <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well that's because she didn't talk if you had heard her talk she's uh yeah she was awesome Rate your wife. My wife is... <laughs> On a scale of one to Matt's wife. She's everything Matt's wife isn't, in, in that she hates cooking. Okay. She's not that exciting. She checks no. off all those boxes. Yeah, no, but she's, she's the best wife you can have for someone who hates cooking. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty I good. I mean, I'm very lucky because Meg loves to cook, um, but I don't like really... I don't know. I don't... Do you think that's important? Well, I will say that Matt and I have worked together for 20 years, and several times a year I tell my wife I'm staying late at work just so I can go to Matt's house for dinner. <laughs> 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 so let's see, yes. Does Aaron cook? Yeah. So Aaron is honestly the best cook I've ever met. She's mm-hmm. incredible, and she does like all these interesting things. However, she's so good at it that me asking her to cook makes her like recoil. Uh, so she doesn't because there's so much to do. She's just an artist. Uh, she doesn't want to uh, put it out there. So like she'll cook when she wants to cook. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like David Byrne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Meg Meg heats stuff up for the most part, but she can cook amazingly. You know, and it's like, but I feel bad because then she's in there for like so long. Oh, you see, no, you know, yeah, my wife. An artist, but like a true artist, she's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, my, so this is what you were talking about when you said you wanted more women on the show. Otherwise, it's three dudes talking about how it. good of a cook yeah. they're. Yeah. They let's just go on record and say they can probably do other things. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, how long have yes. you been married? I've been married like thirteen years. 13 okay, and a half. That's great. Um, I have two kids. What's your secret to keep to being uh, romantic and all that stuff? Uh, codependence. Yes, one. excellent. It's mostly Are you codependent? codependent with my wife? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I feel like everybody wife. really is. I mean, I I definitely am, but like. Dave, like I've I've worked with Dave. Dave seems like he always wants to stay late. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Matt's there, who I've known since high school. You, he's he's also codependent with Matt, <laughs> and I'm codependent with Matt. You guys are codependent. So I'm with one or the other at mm. all times. But uh, no secret is is honestly just being honest. I tell my wife when she's not being nice to me. Okay. She tells me that I'm being, you know, a whiny little bitch. Okay. And that's really much it. We've gone to therapy a bunch. Mm -hmm. And the therapist says I'm being a whiny little <laughs> codependent bitch, but so is my wife, so it all works out. So we've all been in therapy for yeah, a couple stuff. I think it's important to go to therapy. Absolutely. What do you what was the biggest when you think about therapy, is there like a lesson you got that you're like, "Oh, that one always stuck with me." The the last time we went to therapy as a couple, the therapist told my wife, asked my wife, why do you have a problem that Dave doesn't like to hang out at a pool during vacation? In which I felt like I won an argument. And then she kicked me out and said my wife needed to talk about her mom issue. <laughs> <laughs> my wife has been in therapy ever since. Wow. So that's it. So I learned that it's not always about me, which is right. the, the key. harder part. I that's think, the harder part when you're codependent because yes. you think it's all about I think she needs to go to therapy because of me, but apparently she has mom issues and dad issues the, and all those things that I didn't do. It's almost like she had a whole life before like she met whole, you. Yes. <laughs> And the, issues not about me. The truth about all therapy, though, is no matter what, it always goes back to your parents. I like know. so, like any relationship thing they're having, it's probably because of someone's mom or yeah. someone's so, dad. Well, basically, it's, it's like easy. you were programmed a certain way, and then it's like up to you if you want to change that programming. Right. And do you want to marry someone that does all those horrible things to you? Right. Or do you want to marry the opposite, which isn't much better, right. because then you're not enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you don't get to have sex with your mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you don't enjoy spanking anymore because this woman doesn't like it. Yeah, I discovered that my, uh, we've all discovered in therapy, that my thing is uh, tranquil chaos. I love uh -huh. chaos around me, but it makes me calm. Oh. That's where I'm best. Like right. the Joker. <laughs> kind of. Kind of like the Joker. And does your wife give you tranquil chaos? No, she hates chaos because her oh, yeah. she came from a, a home of order. And routine. My, yeah, routine. My mom, my mom, like, honestly, like, if the house was on fire, she'd be like, this fucking rule. She, well, <laughs> your mom's like, as long as everybody's home. I'm yeah. Happy. yeah. <laughs> I think that is, I think, like, my mom loves flying with me like she likes being on a plane with me yeah because like ultimately ultimately if it went down she won right like, right to die by to, your side yeah so how did a... you end up marrying someone who didn't like usually you seem like the kind of person definitely who wanted to marry their mom no and no. I, I went the exact she, opposite he, his mom is overbearing so he wanted to get away from that oh, well that's smart that's healthier than i thought you were yeah no it's it's the healthiest thing about me yeah but that's also why i smoke uh 400 cigarettes a day <laughs> <laughs> And you have two kids. I have two kids. A double dad. Uh -huh. A double dad. Double dad. 11 and 7. 11 and 7. And what are 11 and 7-year-olds doing nowadays? My 11-year-old is all about, like, he found a sport, basketball, and that's all he wants to do and play and talk about. And if he's not doing that, he's, like, chewing on his nails and picking his nose. And he does a weird thing where he picks his toenails, so we got him, like, oh. and he had, like, uh, twice now infections where he had to have the toenail oh. removed oh, it no. didn't stop until we got him like an indoor hoop and now he'll play inside and it stopped uh, infection he's like a beautiful mind yeah. for yeah. basketball I'm gonna be honest with you that indoor hoop's not gonna get used in about a year when he discovers masturbation <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which is fine yeah. as long yeah. as he's not getting infected toes yeah. Yeah. when he starts picking his penis <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then he's gonna have to have infected. it removed yes. <laughs> yes. multiple times I had that thing with basketball and indoor hoops and stuff like that I was obsessed right before puberty it's yeah. crazy no, it's it's honestly like I still bite my nails, but like I used to bite my nails so much that I would just like be bleeding. Ugh. And then I found jerking off. And then I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do that <laughs> instead of bleed. bleed. And then I, I would to... bleed from my dick. Oh a god, lot. come on. When I first discovered masturbation, you know, when you're figuring out what it is, I thought it was 
I had like a blanket over me, and I would just rub the tip up against the blanket oh! until like until I felt that feeling, and, and, yeah. and no, nothing came out. And then, right. but then after like a few days, it started chafing and yeah. bleeding. So I guess he is my son. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I was so dumb that I. Um, I was definitely like my body was begging me to masturbate. I was like so in pain sometimes and I would like roll around on my bed but I didn't know what to do. And then finally I figured it out like way later than everybody else from somebody doing the jerk off motion in a joke. Like we, oh, we were all that. like riffing and roasting each other and then somebody was like this fucking asshole and did the jerk off motion. I was like I'm going to try that. Yeah. You one day <laughs> want to be that for someone else. Yeah, when exactly. you do comedy. I mean that is the crazy thing is I also discovered it way late mm -hmm. and like I remember I drank before I masturbated what yeah like because I was like 12 and like we were on the beach and like oh my, were you drunk for your first <laughs> masturbation oh, my friend so sweet. my friend put vodka and orange juice like in like a Minute Maid thing and was like shaking and he was like what's this like and I was like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I actually figured out how to do it I have an older brother and I walked into my parents' room. I didn't realize they were gone. And my brother was on my parents' bed with a jar of Vaseline, a tissue, and he was watching, do you guys remember Quest for Fire? No. Yes. Uh, Ray Dong Chong blows a guy in it. And I walked in, and I remember my brother looking at me and just getting annoyed and being like, close the door, dude. And then he went back to jerking off. Yeah. And this was back, obviously, before DVR. So he obviously- This was in the 70s. This was <laughs> 79. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you were ruining his one chance. Yeah, because that moment was coming up. Yeah. Now looking back, he saw the movie on. My parents were gone. He had to go into the room, God, the one room of cable, and had to time it out to jerk off while Ray Dong Chong blew a guy. Because if not, you're just jerking off to cavemen then, walking yeah, around yeah, hungry. Just, and tired <laughs> and dying. Yeah, uh, I remember that about Paradise Hotel on Cinemax. Is uh, there'd be it would be so, it was a softcore series, and so basically there would be like the softcore sex, and then there would be talking. <laughs> and I remember having to be like doing it, and then there would be talking and like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> or you or you come right when they're like. Honey, I'm just so upset about how you talked to me earlier. And you're like, now I have to come to, to drama. Well, so uh, we all learn from someone. We all learn. And we'll have to teach our kids. Now, you planning on, do you, you have one kid? Two? I have I have two. two. I have, yeah, I have a, a six-year-old and a five-year-old. And they're and boys or girls? They're, they're girls. They're girls. Yeah. So it is something, and my son is already, because he gets still spontaneous boners. Yeah. And it's a weird thing. And my daughter, where they talk about how good it feels to rub up against, I don't know when you're supposed to, ask them or talk to them about the next step. Yeah, we Sean, do, we don't Julian, know. when do we do that? I, I don't know. I mean, well, first of all, I'm glad to talk. I'm so glad he's 11 because that's the age that, for all the reasons I'm most fascinated by now, because it is right before the darkness settles in, mm -hmm. but it's like they're on the verge. And so I'm just like with the news and with like, you know, the internet and all that, I'm like, are you freaking out or is it? does it actually feel kind of normal because it's just the world now? I think we're enjoying it because he's – one step before. I don't know when that will change. Mm -hmm. Like I go yeah. check his web browser and make make sure he's not looking up something. He's what does he look horrible? <laughs> the last thing he looked at was world's longest pee. <laughs> 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 and you click on it. And there's bad words. It's like, dude, I fucking pissed for two minutes. And I'm like, oh, it's the Thank perfect. Thank God Google age. didn't autofill the rest I know, of that search. <laughs> world's longest. So that I think is the sweetest, most adorable thing. Yeah, and he still walks around. It's like grossest booger. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so cute, and he doesn't smell yet. So yeah, yeah, he's still at a cute age, which I feel like is about like he told me one of his friends listened to his brother having sex. Uh huh. And I'm like, do you even know what that is? He knows it's making a baby, and then he's like, and then he said they were doing a 69. I'm like, what? Do you even know what that is? I asked. Yeah, we have. Uh, he has older cousins. They said it's like extreme sex, which means like the tongue. I'm like, I guess that's wow. right. But I don't know if he knows. Okay, yeah. What do you say when he says that? Do you tell him no? It, well, actually, <laughs> I, I say he can ask us anything, but I say you have older cousins. You can ask them because that's. They'll they'll yeah. describe things. Yeah, more. but now we're finding out their older guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> they said something about a cartwheel and with tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how much older? That like sounds... a week? <laughs> a week older. They're thirteen and fourteen. That's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so we get sixty nine, but it's exhausting. It's exhausting <laughs> and dangerous, and you lose blood pressure. 
Yeah, eleven is the sweet spot. That yeah. is the part where like the world is still like in full color. But there is always that kid that hit it full on at eleven, mm-hmm. and you know, like Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, already smoking a cigarette and showing you his pubes. Yeah, those eleven-year-olds. Those uh, I remember those eleven-year-olds from growing up, and they were always just like. Now, as an adult, I'm like, what was their life like? Where yeah. that's where they hit it. Like eleven years old. Like, was their mom a like prostitute? No. <laughs> like, like, my brother was a super early mature guy, and he was hyper, hypersexual. Uh-huh. I mean, every, I remember very early on him asking my parents about like anal sex, and they were just giggling and stuff. And he was probably, it was probably when he was quest for firing it wow. in their room. There was one time I remember, I was probably my daughter's age, who's seven. And my, yeah, my brother was my son's age. So this is, and he was way more sexual. And he woke me up. I may have told you this story once. He woke me up <laughs> in a at, writer's room. Yeah, in a writer's room or <laughs> you some know, other podcast. A more appropriate place. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like seven years old and he woke me up. I was in a bunk bed. My younger brother was in the lower bunk. And he woke me up. He said, Dave, Dave, come on outside. I got to show you something. He walked me outside. We had a one-story house in New Jersey. And he held me up to my parents. We had to go through like shrubs. Held me up to my parents' bedroom and my mom was blowing my dad. <laughs> and you know, you're at seven. You have no idea what this is. I didn't even see Quest for Fire. And my parents are giant hairy Jews. So it's not like a sexy porno scene. And, and it, it, you're like, I don't know. You, are they feeding? Or is it gross? Are like, they feeding? What is and that? I remember just, you're weirded out. I'm like, Mark, put me down, put me down. And he just reached up and went and knocked on the window. And my mom Your just brother's looked insane. up. insane. Insane. <laughs> just looked up, literally, and we made this weird she eye did a mic. She pulled a microphone with yeah. your dad's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and my dad's trying to pull out the sheets, but they're too fat to get the <laughs> sheets out from under them. And I'm crying. My mom's yelling. Yeah. And I looked down. My brother was laughing so hard. All like 11 years old. Wow. He was so advanced. He was your so mom advanced. Your mom stood up and she was like, I think somebody's coming. And your dad's like, it's me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, don't look, son. But we, it's like I never spoke about it with my folks and you know every now and then i'll look at my mom and there'll be an eye contact and we'll both i think wow. go back to that place yeah, but i think it's <laughs> yeah. great that you know at least even 11 years into marriage your mom was still blowing your dad i think that's yes great. well yeah. my dad was very angry why i went to therapy and <laughs> looking back that's how she kept him calm <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. not like i, I say they that half choking but then. it was it really was some people i'm sure cook for their yeah. spouses or have their way but I really think but they had there was a lot of times I heard like some bickering and then the door lock and the TV <laughs> yeah, yeah, turned yeah. on oh wow and then shit went he down he just needed to get yeah, blown I guess <laughs> yeah. there's that uh, book about bonobos uh, about how really we're closer to bonobos than chimps, mm-hmm. which has unfortunately structured how we, you know, about whether or not we're really supposed to be with one person. Because bonobos, the women would control the male group by having sex with them. And when their right. two people were about to fight, they would fuck them come. Wow. Which is, I think, how I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we avoid getting hit way more than we probably would have. Yeah. Because my mom was willing to do the worst thing she could do. Right. That's so, what a giving lady. I know, right? What a wonderful lady. One, all right, go ahead, sorry. So, well, uh, no, that's all right. Um, so, and your daughter is seven. My Goalie's seven. six, so I, I pretty much get that. She's but second I don't, grade. I don't understand what six and seven-year-olds are. They're great. They're very, they're pretty, very they're cute, great. very emotional, a lot of drama at school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One girl told her she had fat legs, and it, it drove me Oh, my me God. Insane. I like, would I bulldoze the whole school if yeah. somebody said that. And it really, like, I, like, what do you do? I told the teacher, but it's like, I want to call the parent. Be like, your daughter's fucking horrible. We're like, like we're, they're not even allowed to use that word unless it's, like, not about a person. Because, like, I don't, fat is, like, not okay. No, I don't, it's so that, hardcore. Okay. I'm like, or unless Sean comes over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the worst. <laughs> you know what? I'm just I, kidding. <laughs> you're not even fat. No, I'm you very used fat. To be. I'm so fat right now. Oh my god, not am I as fat? fat as my daughter. <laughs> 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 no, but what do you do? Because my fear of like my son getting bullied and then having to talk to another parent and that parent kicking the shit out of me <laughs> is so real <laughs> that it's like. That's I used to have a fear. This this I is true. It. I've had. Two like irrational fears of okay. of like things like one uh, keeping my shirt on yeah. during sex because I thought <laughs> skateboarders would break into my apartment <laughs> and make fun of me. Do you <laughs> still do that? Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm fully clothed. Sean's basically a never nude. I <laughs> yeah. feel like I kind of am. Like yeah. uh, and then do, you do it through your boxers. What? 
No, I, I'm I'm good with that. He, he Winnie I, the Poohs it. I think. Yeah, it's just it's really my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, that I, I just don't want skateboarders. And then Aaron is <laughs> Aaron is obviously Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this this thing of just getting the shit kicked out of me by another dad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like to my son, I'm destroyed forever. Right. Because Billy's dad is so tough. Yeah, that is a tough one. I mean, you do not want to get your ass beat in front of your kid. That is like pretty much the. Yeah, yeah there was one kid who was biting my son in preschool. And I didn't know what to do about it. And we had, the teachers aren't allowed to tell you who it is at first. And your kid is like, oh, I got bit. And then you ask him who. And, you know, at preschool, it's sort of like yeah, he names a bunch of people. But you can put it together and you figure out who it is. And I remember dropping my son off after the third time it happened. And I thought you're supposed to get kicked out of school for this. You are. And they weren't doing it. It was uh, like a Jewish temple. Uh-huh. They want, they, we need Jews badly to stick together, yeah, yeah. right? So I show up and this little kid runs up to me. Oh, hi, Eli. And it was the fucking kid who was biting him. And I forget what his name was, like Declan or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man. And there was no teachers around, no parents. I'm like, yeah. this is my chance. I'm like, have you ever bite Eli again? I swear to God. And you realize you're getting angry. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you aren't coming to his party this summer. Right. There's no party. And Eli's right. like, I'm having a party? What party is it? <laughs> it's a <laughs> no-biting party. It's, it's a Frozen party. It was right when Frozen came out. And Eli's like, all right. So yeah. then we had to have a fucking Frozen <laughs> party. <laughs> And not invite this kid. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, as much as tell me how scary Matt that is. told this story, but it was the same thing. There was some girl making fun of his son for his handwriting. He had very bad handwriting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's maybe dyslexic or whatever it was. He's going to be a doctor. He's going to be a doctor. And Matt was teaching him, listen, next time the guy says, oh, you can't read my handwriting. Can you read this? Flick him off. And then with the other hand, punch him in the face. <laughs> do it at school. Do it in front of the teacher so everyone can see. They'll call me. I'll come pick you up. I'll pretend to be angry. And then we'll go to fucking Disneyland. And he's like, and then <laughs> Matt no. Matt said that to Matt his said son? Matt said to his son because no one will have, Matt has some issues uh, <laughs> yeah. growing up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, they were practicing it. They would do the finger, get ready to punch. I think, think it might have been his daughter, just to be clear. It might have been his daughter, some guy. And then it was the day they were going to do it. And Rebecca was, you know, sometimes you give out the hot lunches at school and you volunteer. Rebecca was there and she saw the kid and the kid. Wait, was wait like, he oh. did all this without Rebecca knowing? Rebecca knew, <laughs> thought the kid would never do it. Oh, and then it was okay. the day of. And when Rebecca was at school, she saw the kid and it was like this autistic disabled kid <laughs> oh, no! who wasn't making fun of. <laughs> Poppy, I think it was, but was just like an autistic kid who was not communicating. It's like, no, Bobby, don't. No, 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 don't. It's too late. Like, slow motion, the <laughs> finger comes up. And the, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess. Knocked over the wheelchair. <laughs> I love the breathing tube. I love hearing stories like that because I'm like, why am I so uptight as a parent? I need to do stuff I like know. that. It's so much more fun. So I'm freaking out fun. because. Um, now, Lulu's five, and so she's not even in kindergarten yet. So I feel like those kids are mostly, unless the kid's getting like fucked up at home or something. Right. Um, they're like pretty nice. You know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of problem. Yeah, no, yet. there's probably maybe some biting. Literally, yeah, that's but that, yeah, and that's issue. like a weird thing that goes away. It's mm-hmm. an aberration, but they're not like bullying. You think yet. it goes right, away, but our, our, my friend Danny Solomon, who you know, mm. uh, he. He bit a teacher when he was like eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's different. Uh, but anyway, so Goldie's in first grade and um, midway through, and she's still not really. She's hinted at like maybe a little bit of like picking on or whatever like that, but there's really nothing. And I'm like, am I? Is she just not telling me? Because I feel like it it already went on in first grade. Well, it depends. Uh, it depends on the school. Yeah, my kid went through. He's in fifth grade now, and there hasn't. Yeah. He's in a smaller school, and I think the boys. It's actually much easier at that age. Yeah, it's like in middle. That's school. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like a girl. Uh, well, yeah, I would yeah, think but... some some mean girl stuff is going on, but I'm not hearing about. Well, it. little girls are more mature than boys, so yeah. they they discover the power of an insult way right. earlier. Uh, but it's gonna be hard for me because I saw the benefits of bullying so mm. much growing up. Like I love saying shitty things to people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is gonna be. And tough. I, I got I never got my comeuppance at all. Like because I just I'm just gonna. You tell... didn't get bullied. No, I hung you out. You were the bully. I was the bully. I hung out with a bunch of tough kids that I could say whatever I want from the time I was like 10 until recently. Until <laughs> now. Yeah, <laughs> now. I always hung out with like the muscular like Italian kids. There's a good chance Sean's bullying your daughter. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I'm never going to leave them in a room together, that's for sure. <laughs> you got weird feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know some of my son's friends who are in middle school now. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden there's been like... A group of people surrounding them, calling them. Like, some one of the kids got picked up 
uh, and thrown down and called, I think, a Jew a bunch of times. He was Jewish. Is it a Jewish school? No, no. Oh, okay. Because that would be weird. That would be the weirdest. <laughs> but you would be definitely right. In this yeah. case, I don't think they were right. <laughs> they took a swing and missed on this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I guess it depends. If it, I think most of us are probably so on top of our kids, you yeah. would know it. Yeah, I think so. That's I'm, why uh, I, I didn't really get picked on like bad. I remember having issues with some boys in like fourth and fifth grade, but for the most part, shit didn't go down until like eighth grade, ninth grade. That's when shit got. Like, do your parents know? I never told my dad. Yeah. That. Are you kidding me? Because he'd bully you. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, give him the finger and punch, and I'd be like, I'm scared. <laughs> so no, I just ran. Did you? One time I ran. I'm surprised. It was the biggest mistake I ever made. I feel like you in eighth grade, though, were like having sex with people's girlfriends. No. Like, I was getting bullied. No, <laughs> like, I was. These guys wanted Sean to be. Sean sex was, with me. I was new like three, the worst three years in a row. So I was like, I was, oh, right. I was picked were, on big you time. You were moving around a lot. Oh, I did that too. I was in a bunch of new schools. But yeah. I got beat up more at home. I had an older brother and a dad, so I got bullied at home, so school was easy. <laughs> <laughs> like no just, one's blowing each other. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I worry because I don't hit either of my kids. They're going to be such pussies. Mm-hmm. I think that's better. It's never too late to start hitting it, your kids. You, I think the seven-year-old, you could still still have some serious effects, but by 11? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I might be set. I, re- I still remember the moment my mom spanked me, and I was like, I mean, come on. Yeah, no, you know? I had it's a conversation weird. with my dad Let's last not. week. We mm-hmm. were, I was home, and this podcast has made my dad talk to me, because uh, I have complained that he never talked to me growing up, which is true. But he goes, you guys were so lucky that I didn't... Beat the shit out of you. Yeah, he was like, I, he was like, I wanted to hit you, but I just didn't. And I was like, oh, yeah, because it was ineffective. And he was like, yeah, like the moment I tried it one time, I realized that you won. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, great. My dad is humiliated. Yeah. So he ne- he did do it once. He did it once, and it didn't it didn't take. Because it wasn't hard enough. No, and then he tried again. But like there's – I've talked about this on the podcast before. Like there was one time my friends were over, and I did something so shitty. I don't remember what it was. It was probably like throwing a rock or a snowball at him while he was just <laughs> not doing anything. Like a rock or a snowball. <laughs> or maybe a rock he's, in he's a like snowball. like shoveling the driveway. Yeah. And-, and it was snow – there was – snow all around and he was like it!" and like started chasing me around his car and then he slipped on the ice and all my friends started pointing and laughing at him oh my god yeah maybe he didn't talk to me because i was a bully (laughs) (laughs) but those italian kids in high school are very strong like even if you're a dad you're like i'm not messing with these kids oh they were the they were it was great like you felt like i remember we were at uh skid not skidmore uh what's the Stockton, Stockton's a school. Yeah, yeah. in, in at the South shore? Jersey. Yeah. yeah, and we were we were all playing beer pong at a frat house, and I was there with like one of our friends was went to that school was not in the frat, mm-hmm. and I was there with like just these muscular Italian kids, and I just started flicking the lights on and off, and they were like, "If you turn those lights off one more time, I'm gonna kick your ass," and I just kept flicking it because uh-huh. I knew I was untouchable. Yeah, I just had a bunch of fucking beefcakes. <laughs> <laughs> protecting me. I could say whatever I want. It you were like perfect. the queen bee. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with more Your Two Dads. And we're back with more Your Two Dads. Dave, st- thanks for sticking around. No, this is great, guys. <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh, what is there a lesson that you learned growing up that you're like, oh, I'm definitely not doing that with my kids or something like that from your parenting? Well, there's a lot of forced religion. When oh, we okay. Up, so we, I've tried not to do that, mm-hmm. but my wife has said we have to. <laughs> is your so wife Jewish? She is, but she grew up with nothing and missed it. Um, missed having something. Which, you mean uh, nothing, not, not materially, you mean like religious-wise? Religious-wise. Oh, okay. She didn't go to temple, she didn't do anything, and she's like, so my family just sat around, they had no customs, no culture, no family, no yeah. community. So now we, my poor kids are stuck going to like Hebrew school. All right. And we were sort of, we were forced. I went to Jewish camp. I went to a Jewish school. We were hit if we weren't singing the like Hanukkah songs loud right. enough. So I was like, all right, but I won't hit them. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, we've sort of met in the middle that we make them go to stuff, but we don't yell at them. Are you now a super talented uh, singer because your dad beat you if you didn't sing right? No, no. Like the it, Jackson it, it wasn't about singing well. It was just singing loud. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I, if I had to, I could sing loud. Right. But 
you know, he wasn't trying to monetize it, which if he had, maybe that would be good. That would be great. I mean, you probably would be dead now or, you know, worse Mm -hmm. in jail. Canceled. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, I remember Hebrew school is fun, actually. Like I went to my friend Craig, my best friend in high school, had night school in like Hebrew school or whatever. Is that like to get ready for something? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's bar mitzvah. No, it was before that. Uh, Man, I wanna, or it was I, after that. I'm sorry, but I went because I was like curious, and then it was awesome. It was like theology classes, and it was like it kind of felt like college. It didn't feel like high school, so it was like I don't know. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, I I've always wanted to be Jewish. It's been like my I, I didn't meet a Jewish person until I was 18, but I since then it's all I've wanted is to yeah. be Jewish. And going to a temple seems really fun. And uh, <laughs> plus, I, your favorite movie is Billy Madison. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, no, Sandler is a huge part of my life, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I just want to be Jewish so bad. And I I'm, love I, the I love the network. I love the 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 family. It's like Scientology. Or the, without, yeah. With, it's old enough with that the doesn't history. seem as creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, it's almost off. Asian level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there was a lot of forced religion. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to think what else. My parents were, it was really like a one family house. My dad worked all the time. Uh-huh. So my mom was in charge of everything. She took us to school. She was a teacher. So I definitely feel like I need to, like your dad. I talk to my kids all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so annoyed at how much I want to communicate yeah. and discuss and go to therapy. Oh with man, them. I had. I remember. I like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, Goldie, we have to have a talk. And she rolled her eyes. Like, and I was like, Oh, I am doing this too much. Yeah, no, but it's good. <laughs> I think it's very important to talk to your kids as someone who never got talked to. It, yeah. Uh, I mean, one, it it causes them to have goals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and also all those things that I'm sure my dad wasn't involved in as a baby and growing up and, and toilet training and all that stuff, I wanted to be so involved in. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you do this, if you do this with your daughters, but there was a time period where your kids are trying to sleep through the night without diapers. Yeah. And at like 11 o'clock before you go to sleep, you put them over the toilet. You know, right. and I was like, "Oh, let me do that." My wife's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure." And so you're, you're pick, like crying while you're you like, do Please. it. So I'm like, I pick up my son. You know, you have to go bring him to the toilet. And what you don't realize is a lot of times they have those little boners. And oh, it's, it's darkened, so you put them on the toilet, which you don't have to deal with. Right. And then all of a sudden they'll start peeing at you. So now you have to. <laughs> now you're putting him on the toilet and pushing down their little boner. Oh my god! So if you go in, and I remember when my wife was like, "All right, we should." It's about that time where we try to let him sleep through the night. I was like, oh, this is going to be the last time I get to push his little boner down and Aww. aim into the toilet. It was so, so sweet. So that was not a movie, The Last Boner. <laughs> I think I think it should be. That's what I have to look forward to is I'm going to one day be pushing my son's boner down oh, yeah. so, so he doesn't piss in my face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it. This sounds great. How are they together, your kids? Um, they are terrible that's together. Four years of yeah, a it's big like three and that was like years. me and my sister were five years and like she just did, wanted nothing to do with me until nothing. I was like eighteen years old. Yeah, same my brothers and I were the same way, and I thought if we were better parents, they would get along. And it doesn't my matter. wife's pretty much was like a, basically an only child, so she's like, We have to have more than one kid. I, I hated being alone and she's like a brother 11 years younger but they hate each other or my son hates my daughter yeah and it's me he's so freaking nice to everything if there's a little spider he won't let us kill it he'll pick it up <laughs> in, a, in a cup and bring it out then when my my daughter walks in like do you want to play he's like no you suck get out and like slams the door in her face and he's nice to everyone but just wow. can't stand her I wonder what and, that's all about. I don't about. know. We, I can't figure out, do you need more attention? You get plenty? I don't know. I think what happens, and uh, I'm six years older than my brother, and I was, you were the only child for like most of like yeah. the, those formative years. And then once someone else comes along, you just instantly hate this person. Yeah, they're just taking from you. Yeah, they're yeah. Ta- they took, basically what happens is like, you had Christmas, and like your Christmas was just you, so everyone cared about just you. Then another person comes, and no one's like buying extra; they're buying the same, but they're splitting it. Yeah. So you instantly see like you're fighting for resources. Yeah, you're fighting for resources. It really sucks. Like it's so, and now like I don't even like my brother isn't a person, but I keep trying to make him a person. Right. So now I like him. What will happen is you will like. He'll, yeah. They'll be really close as adults, I'm sure. Yes. I yeah. get along with my brother. Does it make you so upset? Well. Like, do you get really mad at him for that? I get, it's more annoyed, but mm-hmm. my wife gets, like, she'll come home crying when she's come, driven in a car just from school to pick him up in the 15 minutes is them arguing and fighting and this one this one and what did we do what have we done because yeah. she didn't have any of that i'm like oh it's normal it's, yeah 
it's annoying as shit. Like you can't get in a car somewhere and in two minutes one of them looked at the other one. Right. I'm like, what's wrong? Just don't look back. But he looked at me. Here's what you do. This is, I think, the quick way to make them like each other. Uh, don't pick them up from school. <laughs> have them have arrange someone to pick them up. Then you and your wife pretend that you were stabbed to death. They have like blood <laughs> everywhere. They come in and discover it, and how they'll bond over they'll bond yeah, over tragedy. How, how to do how, how do to deal with tragedy? Yeah, how do we deal? With that's this? a darker one than I was gonna say, but you're, that's I, congratulations. That was really dark. Yeah, and mine, was mine was common enemy. Have another kid, and then oh. they will hate the baby together. I got snipped, so we gotta like adopt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, then we'll all have a common enemy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All four of us will bond over. This thing isn't even ours. What did we do? Um, yeah, my kids went to sleepaway camp for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they got along at sleepaway camp. And I remember my son coming back and he said, I'm, I'm going to try to be less of a dick to Chloe. How long did that last? Like, it, it lasted. It was literally like two days. Yeah. And then it's like, remember that? He's like, yeah, but she's so annoyed. She looked at me. Yeah. Yeah. So basically they're just fighting for your attention. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll, I'll try both of those. Yeah. Common enemy. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of uh, staging scenes <laughs> for people to find. I, it's, uh, it's, I'm surprised that it's like that. I'm, I'm not that surprised, but it's like you would think because uh, he, they, they would have almost nothing in common, so there's no reason to fight over common things because it's like he's got his own stuff, she's got her own stuff. I feel like it's harder when it's like your situation, well, or like closer brothers, you know, where it's like brothers right. that are like two years apart. I feel like they would be at each other's throats all the time. No, no, they're yeah, so close, two, brothers two years apart. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, the reason why I even suggested my super aggressive and dark <laughs> idea was I remember uh, we had a babysitter when I was young, uh-huh. uh, uh, Dorothy and she lived across the street and I hated her I hated her so much she was just like this awful human being and I was like was it because you loved her yes <laughs> it was because I loved her but I was I was 11 and I was like I don't need a babysitter anymore I'm an adult like, right. I could do this I'll push my own boner down yeah, so my, my, my brother was 5 and like we went to the same school so I convinced my mom to stop paying Dorothy and I'll babysit him and the first day I did uh my brother was opening a Tootsie Roll thing mm-hmm. with a knife. Oh and no! Stabbed through his hand, <laughs> and I saw his bone, <gasps> the bone in his hand, and I started throwing up <laughs> and crying. <laughs> and at that moment, I really cared about my brother. Yeah, because he was making me look terrible, <laughs> and that made us grow close. Yeah, for, made you grow close. for yeah, at least to, a year. Mm-hmm. We tortured my poor little brother. My older brother definitely tortured me and then together we would gang up on my little brother. And we did uh, uh I think it was before Sean O'Connor even knew this was your plan. He did that thing where he told me to hide up in our closet and just whatever happens play along and he came up with like a fake, you know, a real knife with ketchup, pretended he had, be, had been murdered. Oh my like God. hide in here there's someone down here. My brother would cry and weep and he wouldn't like break it. For hours, <laughs> then he would be like, "Dave, come out here." Michael, close the door, and then we would sneak out and just leave him in the closet, thinking we were all getting oh murdered. My God. <laughs> so we did that. And yeah. uh, he, how's he doing now? He's like, he was like in social work school for a while. He's oh, he's a nice, like a good person. He was gonna, yeah, he was close to becoming a serial killer. There's uh-huh. a while where, he, while where he had a thing where he would stab couches. We, had, we my parents would come home like, "Who stabbed the couch?" Are, do you guys want to play a game? Yeah, sure. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Uh, so this game, have, are you familiar with the uh, Emmy winning em, Emmy winning Emmy winning show Wild and Out with Nick Cannon? No, but I'm, a little. Uh, yeah, tell me more about Did it. it. it- Win an Emmy? No. Uh, Or maybe. I don't know. Um, Wild and Out is a show on MTV that I've also never watched, but I feel like it's competitive improv. Like, I think it's like... It kind of is. Yeah. I've watched it. It kind of is. It's never won an Emmy. Okay. So so it's an Emmy-winning show... (laughs) That you've never watched. That I've never watched. made a game that's... Based on it. Yeah. Right. Um, I've never really done improv, so I'm going to be terrible at this. So this is a classic Julian game. (laughs) 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 The rules are probably not going to work. Okay, good, Um, good. But I I think it's simple enough that I can't ruin this one. We'll see. Uh, Okay. So instead of Wild and Out, this one's called Dad and Out. Got it. And the idea is I will give you a premise, a setup, right? What about Child and Out? Like, since you're a dad, like... 
Let what him, are we workshopping this fucking thing okay. in real time? Sorry. He took out his phone. He's reading something. Okay, he did it. Uh, I'm just looking at porn. Uh, so, dad and out is I'm going to give you a premise, and then you guys have to uh, make the best corniest dad joke in response to that premise. I'm so bad at dad jokes. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Like, okay. So, for example, I only uh, tell good jokes. Here's an example. <laughs> well, he didn't do a good joke. Coach, you're going to have to judge this because it you're the one basically the uh, the criteria is who said the corniest joke. And I feel like you're good at telling when other people are being corny. So, uh the here's an example. My grandfather's favorite line is when a waiter comes over or a waitress comes over to the table and they're like, "Do you guys want waters?" My grandfather will say, "Water? You know what fish do in that?" I so that's it. like a yeah. okay. <laughs> That's your Coach f- loves it. <laughs> that, that, that's your favorite example, though. Not favorite. I'm just saying the it's most, an example it's, of. Yeah, it is the perfect example. <laughs> that's okay. what I mean. So, so the the premise. I would say a premise like the waiter brings you water. What okay. do you say? Okay. okay. So you need a refill of your beer at a restaurant, right? Uh-huh. How do you order that beer with a dad joke to the waiter? Uh, so I, I would you go, go first, Sean, and I, then give me a joke. I would go. <laughs> I would go. I don't need water. You know what fish do? With <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, how do you how do you zazz the waiter? Uh, that's a hard one. Are how you about, ever funny at, at dinner when you go out to like with the server? With the server, I try not to be because my wife just thinks I'm flirting, even though whether it's a man or woman. Yeah. But but yeah, with my kids, it probably I do more dad jokes, right? All right. Like, yeah. Uh, so what's a what's a good like, joke uh, if you want some? I would say, uh, can I have another beer? My 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 son's not drunk enough. There you to go. Kiss. Oh, I was uh, gonna see, go to that, kiss that's me. Good. That's good. <laughs> I'm sorry that I was negating the game. <laughs> uh, or my son's not we drunk also enough to kiss me. Is that <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say point Dave on yeah, this one. Yeah, Dave won. That was good. That was- uh, we also would have accepted. Uh, I need another beer. This one had a hole in it. All right. Okay. That's a bad joke. That's a good one. Do, do you point at your daughter when you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't like get points. Popcorn. You don't get <laughs> points for not for outside the game. But that was funny. Okay. Uh, they bring the wrong food over. They bring the wrong plate. So they you, let's say you ordered mac, uh, you know, mac and cheese for your kid. They bring a steak. What do you say? Oh, my God. Uh, can Dave go first? Sure. That's he a hard one. one. Let's, let's work on one together, okay. Sean, right. for, for so, you, because you have to go first. It's your so, do you want me to give so you the examples all, first? Yeah, are these all waiter-based? <laughs> no. <laughs> they can be. I mean, <laughs> so far, even the examples that waiter pays, you're just torturing. The yeah, you torture, that's what dads do. They torture waiters. Right. He's hungry. Uh, but I can give you an example sure, first if you'd like. Okay, so when they bring the wrong food over, a, a standard dad joke is, uh, that's not ours, but we'll take it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oh, he ordered mac and cheese, not the horse. This restaurant sucks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> pretty good. I don't know. If... <laughs> mac and cheese, not the horse. Yeah, the, like the meat. I'm saying... You think steak is horse? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying that they're serving horse. Oh, I'm saying oh, this... oh, it's a double zing. It's a du- I'm zinging the. <laughs> okay, all right, Dave, you're up. Oh, that's all right. So you so you ordered mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. They bring steak. They bring the over wrong there. food. It doesn't have they to be bring steak. steak over. All right. It doesn't have to be steak. Oh, I, it looks like you wrong... made a mistake. Oh! <laughs> I can't beat that. Yeah, Sean gets the point. Sean You're not going to beat that, Dave. Even try. You're not going to beat that. Okay, so you don't want to do. Uh, we'll switch it up. No, we okay. can do maybe waitress. So the waiter brings the check over. <laughs> <laughs> switch it up. I don't like to do a lot of Googling. <laughs> okay. Um, they bring the check over. What's a good dad joke when they deliver the check? Oh, we have to pay for this too? My daughter likes that one. Ah, there you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Sean, do you want the example or do you want to go? The, the waiter, what's the example? The example is you point to your kid and you go, he'll take that. Oh, that's, okay, a good one. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll say, uh, hey. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> it is really hard. Uh Wait. Uh, the hard part is you have to think of a joke that you know isn't that funny, but you don't want people to think you think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to. You really bu- got to thread the needle on yeah, this. Yeah, this is really hard. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I would be like. Uh, uh, do you want another example? 
No. Okay. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd say. You, uh, what about? Is there anything like uh, telling your 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 wife? Don't worry, honey. I got this one because she doesn't work. Do you do that a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I've no. done that a lot. My wife doesn't like that one. I'm like, uh, I I pass. I'm well, sorry. The other example. The other, yeah, give me the other example. Okay. No, the other example. I already told you the one from this, but my grandfather also has one where when he's ordering the check, he'll say, "Hey, can we get a really small check?" <laughs> I like that. Oh, okay. We'll the uh, my check. grandfather's bit, which was not a bit, it's just because he was the cheapest person in the world. Mm-hmm. Is we would. This is back before credit cards, guys. You would leave cash. What? And you would leave an extra little bit for a tip. We would all leave, and my grandfather would shuffle back and take the tip. Oh, uh, well, that's a hilarious joke. Oh, I, I, got, I got one. <laughs> and then so- my, my mom or dad would always then circle back and leave another tip. Wow. Uh, and then beat your grandfather in the parking lot? <laughs> I, I got one. What? I got one. Okay. All right. Sorry it takes uh, so long. That's okay. But I just want it to be perfect every time. Well, the good thing about yeah. dad jokes is they're also at the worst times. So yeah. you're, doing, you're nailing it. Yeah. So I'll go, uh, you know what? Excuse me, waiter. I think we're going to play a little game called Just the Tip. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad jokes are horribly inappropriate for families. That's the one your daughter likes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Do you want to keep going? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Give us another service. I I think it's two to one, right? I think it's two to one, Sean. No, No, Sean. Dave just won that one. Huh? Dave had to win. I know. That was his point. He won the first one, too. He did quit on one. So yeah. by default, okay. it might All be 2-2. Right. Okay, I think it's 2-2. Two to two. Let's okay. say it's 2-2. Two to two. Okay. All right. All right. Your kid gets a tiny scratch or, you know, cut or bruise on their arm. Ah, AIDS! <laughs> <laughs> right? Did I win? That's pretty good. What's your shot? How do you react to it? Uh, I'd be what? like, uh, hey, were you on RuPaul's Drag Race or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? I don't know. They have nails and stuff. <laughs> I'm really bad at this. Okay. I don't know how to this do it. And the first time in the history of Dad and Out, uh, no one gets a point. Those were both <laughs> terrible. Actually, like, ah, AIDS made me laugh. Yeah. But, what's, uh, what's, what's the example? Let me hear the... Uh-oh, looks like we're going to have to cut the whole arm off. Oh, uh, I've done yeah. that. Yeah, that's I've a, done Okay, that. see? That's, I've done that. I've done a lot of, like, we're going to have to go to the arm store. We did that yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good arm one. arm store is good. That's real good. They love that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh, I, mean, I hope that imagine? wasn't a werewolf, because next full moon, this is going to get out of control. <laughs> like, is that one? And the guy in the like, I'm trying to follow this. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, um, what's a funny dad? What's a dad joke to say when you walk into Home Depot? Mm. Sean, uh, my God. Uh, well, give me the example. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hose at? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, like Ho Depot? No, no, no like, 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 like gardening tools. Garden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I meant when you walk into a brothel called Ho Depot, what's a good dad yeah, joke? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I just tried to add some humor. <laughs> <laughs> they really could have used you on Wild and Out. <laughs> oh, that, oh my God. Uh,. Can't wait to hear it, Sean. Yeah. There's oh, lawnmowers there. Yeah. There's doors. Oh, I There's can't paint. wait. I can't wait to uh I can't wait to go to the, the lamp section to get turned on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. There you okay. go. There you go. All, All right. right. Well, I can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, you can. I can't beat that. Uh Sean, give me give me a couple uh start me off. There's paints. There's there. paint. Keep going. What <laughs> There's else? Paint. There's paint. There's uh mulch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I really hate Home Depot. There's toilets. <laughs> oh, my uh, son and I make the joke when we go that do you guys want to go look at the uh, uh, Ladybug Holocaust? Have you guys What's ever that? seen? They have those little in the gardening section. They have little tubs of of ladybugs, <laughs> and when you buy them and bring them home, they're mostly dead. <laughs> and so you're supposed to sprinkle so them. You have in a your little garden. dad joke. We have called a little, the ladybug <laughs> holocaust. Let's yeah. go look at the ladybug yeah. holocaust. I'm gonna have to give that one to Sean. I can't do that. <laughs> but mainly, that, mainly for the lack of a reference to the holocaust. Yeah, and mine was an existing joke. I didn't think of it just now. I've been right. working on that for a while. I think okay. it was great. Uh, Let's see. I think that's. I'm trying to think of. Uh, okay, here's another one uh, that from my own life that my dad would say. Uh, let's say your kid asks you for five dollars. Okay, what do you say? Oh, what What's something funny say? you can do when your kids ask you for money? 
Uh, a good example hey, might be the old. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Hey, at least eat my ass first. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's a good joke. There's no pun, but I like it. What was your dad's? Uh, my dad would open his wallet, and then he would clap above it like moths were flying out of it. Oh, all right. That's, kind of, that's a dad joke, I think. I'm trying to think what my my dad... Did he ever give us money? Um, how about... Uh, oh, just go ask your... Wait, how about... Uh, your mom doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> Or uh, oh, you're you're you got that from mom. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's like good. That. No, that's a good. Out, good. That that, that, oh, no, you're no, asking me good. for money. Yeah, you're, you got that from your mother. Somewhere yeah. in there. I like that. I think joke. it's a little bit more appropriate than eat my ass first. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was you like guys you are tied at three. <laughs> <laughs> then there has to be a tiebreaker for this never ending game. <laughs> there has to be a tiebreaker. Let's see. Tiebreaker is it? Hopefully, the number can be an answer. How the answer can be a number. Okay, ready? Here we go. Somebody uh, drops a glass or plate in the house. Oh, you have muscular dystrophy. <laughs> wait. Uh, wait, let me think about it for a minute. Uh, that's not my Opa! official. Hey! Oh, Sean wins. Dad now. We also yeah. have accepted just put that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. I played yeah. to Julian's great character. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, I, that was, no, he, he kissed my ass on that one. Now I have five bucks. All right. See, that's a dad joke, kind of, I think. I don't know. I don't know what a dad joke is. a reference to your eating ass joke. Anyway, congratulations, Sean. Sean, you deserve that. Do you have any dates you want to promote, Julian? Uh, Let's see. Oh, I was just... I just did... Oh, yeah. I have a... Uh, man, I don't have. I'll be in. I'll be in Chicago in February, and I'll also be in uh, New Jersey. But I don't remember the exact. Or the clubs. But go to my website, juliemacella.com. I'll have them on there. They're not clubs. They're like one nighters. And then watch Lily. Uh, Lily sang every night at 1:37 a.m. <laughs> on NBC. It, it's great. And go to my website, channelconnor.com. <laughs> Are you performing soon? Oh, no, I don't perform anymore. I've retired. I've retired until yeah. this takes off, and then we could do live shows. And then we, we're going to do Dad Now Live. Yeah, That's Dad great. Now Live. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Great uh, review us on iTunes. They really mean a lot to us, and it really helps out our podcast. So thank you so much if you have already. And if you haven't, get on it. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 